Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Good to Game Radio. Tonight we're going to be talking about episodes 5 and 6 of the Book of Bubba Fett, or The Mandalorian. Let's jump right into it. First intros. Clint, how you doing? Uh, phenomenal. How are you, sir? Awesome. You settled back in now that you're back in the States? I'm like working on it. It's weird. It's like, it's still not home, you know? Uh, but I have like my, my regular amenities around me, so it feels a little bit more like home. But it was nice. No one uh, did didn't get like a an inordinate amount of texts or anything yesterday, so I could just like relax and felt like a normal human being and just did my own thing without being uh, too disturbed. It was really nice. Have a nice relaxing day, which you'd think being you know unemployed and just doing whatever I want for several months now that I'd have a lot of uh, relaxing days, but uh, that doesn't seem that, to be that way, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds appealing, you know, just kind of like doing your own thing, trying to find, uh, figure out what you want to do. But, you know, I guess it's uh, the, the, the big question mark, you know, what are you going to do? You know, it kind of hangs over you. So you've got that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not even like, I'm not even like terribly worried about it. I just know that like I have a timeline that at some point I need to decide what I want to do. Yeah. Um, But it's probably months away before I need to really start buckling down to anything, you know, to have a plan and make sure I don't have any issues. So yeah, I'm not too worried. Yep. All right. Also with us, Vance, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? Um, nothing, man. Nothing. Uh, I had a good day today. Uh, I am ready for some above effect. All right, let's jump into this. Episodes five and six of the book of Bubba Fett. It's exactly, in my opinion, what I thought uh, needed to happen as far as like it needed to, to, to get interesting, right? Uh, especially let's start with uh, episode five it's a it was an entire episode with uh, the mandalorian there wasn't even a bubba fett to be found and it was awesome vance tell us why it was awesome bubba fett was not in it <laughs> <laughs> he was nowhere to he's, be seen he's such a garbage character man right so we uh, we were talking in the previous episode on bubba fett how he just he's just too much talking too much diplomacy, not enough, not enough crime, crime syndicate lord leadership. What you would expect somebody who's trying to gain control of an out of control planet and city would need to do, especially from that from that side of the law. You got to get kind of ruthless, right? And he's relying on other people around him to be the ruthless ones, or to get their hands dirty. Meanwhile, he's just talking, put your helmet back on too. That's what you need to do. But, um, there was no action. And then for first five minutes of episode five, we get the Mandalorian on the halo station, cutting dudes in half, cutting their heads off, Mm -hmm. just standing there looking sinister because I mean, you get that sweet looking armor, just a look, a glare, you know, you can, you can come with me warm or I can take you on cold. Right. Threatening dialogue. 
that just drips with like menace, right? Right. That's what we've been waiting for. That's what we've been wanting. That's what we finally get. But we don't get it from Bubba Fett. We get it from the Mandalorian. So, and we get a whole episode of just, just <laughs> great, great scenes, right. you know? Right. It is literally called The Return of the Mandalorian. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, that's, yeah, it's crazy, man, because, like, um, man, it's like we picked up where, like, you know, like the Mandalorian left off. It's like, you know, his whole thing was, look, I'm doing anything to protect the kid, you know? So, you know, I'm breaking people off. And now, I mean, like you said, you got him breaking people off. Look, like I said, warm or cold. He got a head in a bag. Like, look, man, I did my job. You know, you got, like, he's hurt, limping. Right. They think he weak. They challenging him. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, like, it's the, the, the guy, he's in the elevator, you know, and the guy, like, standing next to him just looks at him and just kind of takes a step a little bit further back, you know. We got those little things like that. We go, he goes into the restaurant, the club or whatever, and puts the head on the table. And uh, they're like, oh, sit down and join us, you know, have a drink with us, you know, hang out, you know. And he's like, just give me my money. Right. right. And he's like, I ain't got time for you. <laughs> you, right. know? you know, Bubba Fett would have been, the Bubba Fett we've seen would have been like, oh, yeah, let me sit down. Let's talk this out, whatever you want to talk about, you know, like. No, Mando's like, I ain't got time for you. So, so they're right. introducing this character into this series, this the Mandalorian. Is it explicitly to show us that they made the wrong choice in making a, a series for Boba Fett? Because this guy is not a good character whatsoever. Like, this isn't. We're not getting good entertainment out of Boba Fett. It's like in order for the the uh, episodes to be remotely palatable, they remove Boba Fett completely, and then we're telling a completely different story. Like, why? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm. We're we're watching the book of Boba Fett, and we're watching multiple episodes without him even in it. And I'm definitely not complaining because he's right. horrible. Right. But why? Like. I have a theory. Let's hear it, bud. All right. So, you know how, like, pretty much, you know, you have different writers or whatever. It's like that. So, before the book of Bubba Fett was released, I didn't hear any buzz, you know, like, about anything. It's like they decided that, you know, like, we're just going to put this put this out. Let's see how it goes. But I also think that they had a separate storyline. And the reason why I feel like there was no like solidify a storyline at the beginning so that they could do this at the end. It's like, okay, let's see what the reviews are saying. Let's see what the people are saying. Okay. You know what? It's tanking, uh, Tony Europe. And then that's when the episodes of the Mandalorian come in because like the two episodes who's five and six literally have nothing to do with one through four. It's like the very ending of six has something to do with one through four. But we're not gonna get there yet. Not we're not gonna spoil it yet. But it has absolutely nothing to do. So I feel like, like you know, like this is a separate story. Like you know, like you know, like everything that happens in five or six, I feel like it's totally a separate story. Like this is something that they kind of felt was going to happen. You know, because I mean, like a lot of people, like you said, with Bubba Fat, they want 
they they want him breaking people off, you know. So how do we write a story with him talking when he didn't really have talking parts in the past? So like, how are you going to draw people in and you're doing a horrible I, I, job? I think I mean looking at what we got and we're kind of going to jump into episode six a little bit here because we see spoilers if you don't haven't seen episode six yet. Uh, big appearance of a uh, of the little guy and his his. Uh, his training that's going on. Um, yeah, so we have Luke Skywalker, Woo! right? <laughs> training uh, Groku, right? Um, so I'm I'm thinking like, if we were to look forward, say, let's say we never got the book of Bubba Fett, right? Say we just got the next season of The Mandalorian, right? Like, how many episodes would they have to spend to get us to the point where we are now in episode six, right? Because like we had to have a reason, some uh, motivation and stuff for him to go back to see the guy, to see him, to give him the the, the, the gift that he brought him. I'm like, they right. would have spent a couple of episodes in, in the first part of the, uh, the next Mandalorian series uh, trying to get that story told by but incorporating that within the book of Bubba Fett, they get that out of the way, right? And they can immediately jump into season three of The Mandalorian with wherever wherever the, the last episode of the book of Bubba Fett is going to leave us when in regards to The Mandalorian and Groku. From that point will be the start of the, the, the new season of The Mandalorian. So they, they can they can kind of get a head start on the Mandalorian. We all know that the Mandalorian is the main story here, right? In this world, right? right? We don't really right. care about Bubba Fett. Bubba Fett is just like at this tangent that's off to the side and all the characters in and around him are just, you know, it's a, it's a larger world, but we don't really care. The only people we really care about right. are the Mandal- Mandalorian and Groku. And by throwing these, at least two episodes that we've seen so far in the uh, Bubba Fett, it's a it's a jump start on on season three of Mandalorian that they can they can skip right over and we get into the meteor part of whatever season three would be, you know, um, which means we're going to get into some maybe bigger, deeper, or, or more exciting uh, story quicker in in season three of the Mandalorian. So, like they're like literally made Bubba Fett as a throwaway TV show just to kind of get some backstory in for or a transitional story in for uh the man uh, mandalorian and groku like that was the whole reason for the book above fett it's that's my opinion that's that's where we're at right this this whole thing man the first four episodes were garbage i mean just horrendously bad jumping back and forth in time to things that we don't care about with a character we don't care about and then while leaving that story just kind of hanging it's like oh i could go buy an army okay so we get two episodes of the mandalorian doing mandalorian stuff nothing to do with this to see oh but he is going to come and help on the final episode he's going to come and help boba fett like oh and he can what's what's the other guy um the marshal out there yeah uh, yeah, the marshal. Yeah, his uh, that that's like a 
well-known actor as well. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just, they, they got all these people. They're going to go and it's just for one episode. And I'm telling you right now, I don't care what they do in this episode. This last episode, I could not care less about what they do with the story because it has been so disjointed and horrible up to this point. Like the only way they've made these episodes that are even watchable is to completely abandon the first four episodes. They're all of the characters of the first four episodes, all of the backstory of the first four episodes and transition to Mandalorian, which is already successful. And just give us a couple episodes of Mandalorian. But that had to, you know, that had to be the plan. You don't go into a, no, a series. A plan from the start. Yeah. Without a plan from the start, having it already sketched out from beginning to end. But that's a horrible plan. Right. right. Well, yeah, because I mean, if you look at, I mean, now, before before I say my piece, all right, because Tony, you actually went back and watched some of the Mandalorian, right? Yes. Now which now which season did you go back and and uh start watching over? Season two. All right, so season two. So season two, and then they took some some tidbits and you know they they incorporated it into this you know Boba Fett, and it's like you had to go and get like old characters to like bring some life back into the story and it's like the fact that you have to go get mind you you have to go get bk you got to go get uh you got to go get the mandalorian and the mandalorian said he has somebody else that he's going to bring you know and you have well now i'm pretty sure the marshal he's going to get into the fight but you have these kids with mods so you know they were trash pretty much i mean just like Tony and I talk like you get like you guys couldn't even stop being overcharged for water, and yet you're like, yeah, you know, we can we can go fight the pikes. No, you can't. Chill out. All right, <laughs> my man was overcharging you for water. Chill out. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then for them to show that uh, she that she is pretty much a mod, but they haven't even showed her using any of the mods that were put in her. They just like you know show Bubba Fett like kind of like saving her life, but it's like. Okay, what was the point of you letting us know that she got mods in her and she doesn't? She's you been know, doing a, like she's just been doing a lot of talking too. <laughs> right, right. You know, so I mean, it's like you, you show this relationship with uh, Boba Fett and um, I forget the name of the monster that you know they were feeding people to with Jabba the Hutt, but it's like so now in this last episode you're gonna have to squeeze all this into it, but you pretty much threw that away. So you're gonna focus on the Marshall, Mandalorian, and this fight. That's what you're gonna focus on. The last thing it's like so all that one through just like Clint said, all one through four you shown us is not even going to matter. If you show me one flashback, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be hot. I'm be I'm be hot. hundred percent, you're gonna see a flashback. They don't. Know I do how not to want to see no flashbacks. I do not want to see any flashbacks. If it's a flashback, it better be Mandalorian talking to somebody. You know, that's meaningful. Because BK, right now, BK has more heart than Bubba Fett. Because you figure BK was jumped. Finn, uh, Shinnick had to be the one to take him down. And, you know, she put him in the hole. But he was working everybody. Well, Bubba Fett has become, he's he's just a passenger along for the ride. It's not even his story anymore. <laughs> Man. Right. It's a story in it's a story in the book of Bubba Fett. But, like, he's like, uh, he's become like this weird narrator uh, he's not the story you know what i'm saying he's right. like 
Well, he's like a literary device, right? Yeah. But right. But here's the thing: when we look back at uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. they use those guys as like a framing device to tell us a Captain America story, right? Like, right. And that was super disjointed too, but like, it was a lot better than this. Like, I, I felt like that was probably the worst put together series mm-hmm. of uh, until this one. Um, I really enjoyed it. Like, I thought they had a really good message, but the actual putting together of that series was was mm-hmm. so bad, right? yeah and it's like we're getting worse from this but is this how they're right. gonna do it now like hey uh guys it's cool next coming disney disney plus uh is uh you know good game radio uh you know the 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 true story but it's chill, actually chill, 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 chill. we got a better story to that we get it, it's actually about you know that time uh, uh, that, uh, you know, Tony's daughter went to a cheerleading competition. Like, what? Like it, it doesn't matter what they call it because they're not showing <laughs> right. us what we're right. getting, you know? Hey, but in in uh, in defense of Falcon and, uh, and the Winter Soldier, the story that they had with the relationship with him, that, him with the Asian guy is better than the story, the whole story of Boba Fett. I'm sorry, like, yeah, it was just so horribly told. Yeah, that's, I'm like, it's the problem. What, like, 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 y'all came in a meeting and said, "Hey guys, we should come up with a story." Bubba Fat, and everybody's like, "Yeah, you know what? Yeah, he has the following. Yeah, we love it. Yeah, okay, so what's going to be about?" Hmm. Mandalorian's doing real well lately. Oh, <laughs> we should right. tie that in. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I don't know, like the greater backstory of uh, Bubba Fett is presented in novels or comic books and, and, and other stuff like that. I mean, the main movies that I've seen of Bubba Fett, he's pretty much just kind of stood there. <laughs> right. And, and right. Been sinister. Right. That was like his deal. Right. Do you remember when I played the last of us part two and I came and talked about it with you guys afterwards and I made a comment that, the creators of this video game, Last of Us Part Two, could have chosen the guy at the beginning of the film who like hurls, uh, uh, like gay slurs at the girl. They could have chosen that guy to do the whole story around him, and their writing was good enough. I would have cared about it, right? Like they could have just chosen this random offshoot character at the beginning that you never see again and wrote a whole story about him. I would have cared about it because that's how good, you know, their writing was and their storytelling. Like these guys aren't doing that. John Favreau is not at that level, apparently, where he could do that. Robert Rodriguez cannot direct uh, I mean, uh, through a bad they story, can't, apparently. You can't do it with Bubba Fett. I mean, episode yeah, five. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, they should be able to. Like, was they a better story the than the entire season's been. Just episode yeah. five, and it had nothing to do with Bubba Fett. It was just Mandalorian, but, right? But right, they because... chose the character to 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 base this on, and then they're failing horribly at it. Like, they could have just not told this story if it was going to be. Such I think. A I story. think that, like I said, I think that they just they they're using Bubba Fett as a device to get more Mando in. That's all it is. Right. It's like, <laughs> right. And you and you see the reaction across the internet with five episodes, five and episode six. Um, people love those episodes, you know? Right. So 
Let's let's talk about episode six, right? Why do we love that well, episode six? I like this episode. Go ahead. All right. Quick question for y'all. What was the purpose of them giving us four episodes of him with the same people? Like inability to tell a compelling story with relevant information in an appropriate timeline. Right, because it's supposed to be the book of Bubba Fett. So that's like his origin story is what we're seeing. But well, it's not because right, he, I'll be I'll be back by sunup. Right? right? Like he's yeah, he already, and, and yeah, and I mean he's like a bounty hunter. That's who he is. But he's he a says bounty that hunter. At the start. You remember this? We talked about this where it's like I'm not a bounty hunter. And he goes, Oh, I used to be a bounty hunter. What timeline, dude? Where are right, we so, with this? Right. Like it's so such the book, what book what book of this, like what chapter is this in the life above of that? Because like it's like I really I really feel like like y'all wasted time, y'all wasted money, y'all wasted energy because right now none of that has nothing to do with nothing. Episode seven is gonna have nothing to do with the sand people. I wonder if this was originally gonna be 12 episodes or 10 episodes or something. And they, <laughs> they had, uh, like, like uh, it's the same thing with uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, the story they told was so good, but they did such yeah. a horrible job telling it, you know? It's like, how many reshoots ha- did there have to right. be? How many right. rewrites were there? Like, right. that's what, when I'm looking back at these series that have all the talent behind them, right? right. The unlimited pockets of Disney right. to, to get this done with the most passionate you know, artists in every right. position. And this is the garbage we're getting. Well, right. Like it doesn't like make I told sense. You, Vance, like when I went back and watched season two, episode one of the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. where they, uh, where he goes out looking for, um, a Mandalorian, Mando goes looking for Mandalorians. Right. And he comes across to Marshall right. who has Bubba Fett's armor. Right. Right. Um, and then they they fight the the I can't remember what the dragon the sand dragon thing out yeah, there and they kill dragon, it yeah. and they and the people of the town ally with the sand people, right to take it down. Uh, and then at the end of the episode, Mando drives off on the speeder bike. He's got um, the armor from the marshal as part of the deal that they had struck. He drives off, right. and as he's driving, you know, away from the town. There's Bubba Fett standing on the ridgeline in his Sand People Tuscan armor, his his black armor with his his um, weapon that he had acquired uh, that we saw in the book of Bubba Fett. Him get it, like he's standing there on the ridgeline watching Mando drive away. So like they had this plan to 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 tell this story even before. Right season two of the Mandalorian because they wouldn't right. have shown that shot. Like they were just go, they're going back to, they're trying to make these like interweaving stories and stuff like a lot, a lot like you see in like um, the Marvel universe mm-hmm. where you can, you, you can go back in time and, Oh, there's, this is an expansion of this story that you saw from this right. scene, from whatever was going on. Like there's, there's references that we're seeing in the book of Fett, Boba Fett, that were given to us in season two of the Mandalorian, just like that, that armor, right. That the marshal had, right. Oh, how did he get that armor? Well, it was because it was stripped off 
Boba Fett's body after he crawled out of the um, creature's mall, right, in the sand. And he was lying there unconscious. And the, the Jabba's came and took it off of him, right? And then that's the last you saw right. of the armor. But in The Mandalorian Season 1, the marshals got the armor on. So now right. you know how he got the armor. Because they show in that episode, he's talking about how he he was wandering the desert and the Jawas picked him up and then he saw the armor there and he made a trade for it. And that's how he got it. So like they're, they're trying to be like creative by tying all this stuff together and stuff. But the book of Boba Fett just truly turned out to be like, eh, boring. <laughs> right. Garbage. Right. Because I mean, like at least with the Mandalorian and I mean, like, there's another story, you know, being told in, you know, episode six that we'll, you know, we'll get there. But even in Mandalorian, you see him with his <clears throat> regular armor and he's doing jobs. He's he's bounty hunting. And that's how he gets enough Beskar to have a full suit. But it's like, you know, like, like you said, like there's no origin. There's no even no traces of the origin of. Bubble fat, you know, like everybody know, you know, his dad, you know, whatever like that. And it's like still in the episode one, like, you know, you see the helmet full of, you know, whatever, you know, like somebody picks up the helmet. That was the origin. And that was the beginning and the end of that scene. Like who picked it up? Where the helmet come from? Like who picked up this helmet? You know, like, you know, was a bubble fat? What did he get it from dad? You know, his dad died and it you know rolled on the ground. Like, what's up? You know, but it's like it's 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 yeah, like they just I don't even know what's going right. on with this. Well, at this know, point, but... I'm like Bubba Fett's not even a compelling character. I'm like, I don't right. even care. Like, you at could go. No yeah. point was he? Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Like they they had the opportunity to make him a compelling character. Yeah, and they squandered it. Right. Yeah. Right. And, like you could and... like unless you want to go back and rewrite a totally new origin story for Bubba Fett. Right. Like going forward in this, in this Mandalorian universe that we're in, don't right. care. Don't care about Bubba Fett's backstory right. at all. I just, yeah. you know, he's just there. <laughs> he's not interesting. I, I can expect him to just not do anything of value if he is on screen. Right. The best origin, I mean, the best story being told by, you know, Disney of Bubba Fett is under the helmet. I don't know if y'all seen that. Um, the documentary they did about Bubba Fett. It's a documentary about Bubba Fett from his first appearance who puts on a suit and all that, and it's called Under the Helmet. And that is like, those people who did that probably feel so bad about what's going on with Bubba Fett now because, I mean, like, you know, like, there were just little things, you know, from back in the day they had, like, different little figures, and they're worth so much money, and he had so much meaning, and people love him, and now it's just like, if this is what you give us, like you could have just watched that documentary and did something totally different. I mean, they, but they no, like, like these man. They're talented people involved. Are they like, though? See, I think this they, is where COVID came in, and somebody was making decisions while the, the decision maker was out with COVID. That's what happened. <laughs> but if I mean, they like, came out and said that, Favreau I would accept that. And Robert Rodriguez are two competent, you know, storytellers. <laughs> like. Or at least I thought. I'm just that is like shocking to me to where if I were to see John Favreau or Robert Rodriguez on the next Uh, thing, 
Mm. I'm just not gonna watch it probably. Okay. Now now this sets up this sets up uh episode six. So at the beginning of episode six or like that, does it show who the writers and stuff are? Like is it the same writers? Uh I think I maybe noticed that one of them wasn't directed by Robert Rodriguez. I'm not sure. Here, let me I'll I'll check it real mm. quick. Because you know that's that's a great point of you know these these guys are great writers, great storytellers, but season six, I mean episode six, let me tell you something, man. Like it felt like part of uh, another spoiler if you haven't seen Spider Man. I'm sorry. It felt like when they showed all three Spider Mans on the screen at one time and like the stadium, like or the the uh, theater erupts. You know, like right. I talk mean, about it, uh talk about it, Tony. Talk about hey. It. Episode six, you know, Mando goes back to find Groku to give him the gift that he had the armor uh, made for him, which was like a mithril vest, right? <laughs> like something from the right. Lord of the Rings. Right. But uh, nobody knew what it was this whole time. Yeah. A chain link vest. Um, right. But uh, he gives it to the other Jedi. I can't remember her name. But, uh, but we get to see young luke skywalker you know teaching of uh, groku the ways of the force and the whole time i'm watching this this portion of the episode with luke skywalker i'm just going how did they do that number one question that's the same thing monica asked shout out to monica with the k2 that was the number one question she was like is it the real luke or is it somebody that looks like him like how did he how did he got who looks like that like it was crazy I will say that the CGI uh, was a, was like really impressive. It actually it made me think of um, Back to the Future Two. Oh, Back to Future, yeah. There was an actor. I think he played the father in that trilogy, and he didn't get like a contract with the makers of it for the second movie, but they put him in anyway. Like they had some other footage or something. Uh, that was taken previously and they used body doubles. They did stuff like that. Like, and so he ended up suing them for this big, big thing. And I, I feel like also when that, the remake of Tron came out a few years ago, um, help me with the actor's name, the dude, uh, the guy from the big Lebowski, Jeff Bridges. Yeah. yeah. He, um, Jeff Bridges was in that and they used him. They used like the early, uh, version of him if you remember it was him as an old man but also him as this like 30 year old and it was computer uh, computer graphics and yeah. i remember reading then it's like okay well now it's like this is my image so i can now sell the rights to my image and then i don't even have to show up and act they just do all the work with my image right right and that's something that could be really beneficial for uh these actors wow. and so we see luke skywalker uh skywalker's character there and it looks legit like it looked it looked really good it's it, i couldn't tell if it looked wrong because i <clears throat> knew it was cgi right so so i'm like so something was a little different because like i i knew what i was looking at couldn't be real right. um but it it was legit it was well done and i'm hoping uh what's that actor's name mark hamill i'm hoping yeah. that he's uh he's getting paid fat paycheck for that so oh yeah um, oh yeah for sure yeah so <clears throat> Like literally the whole episode, I'm going. How did they do this? How did they do this? And it looks so. He looks so real, right? Um, so they 
they basically, you know, they use a uh, CGI to paste Mark Hamill's young face over the face of a, another actor, right? That other actor's name is Graham Hamilton. Mm. Um, and he, he, he's basically the body actor for Luke. Um, and there was a, there's mm. a story on it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean that. Well, when when Paul Walker died, they did something similar to finish the filming of the last uh, Fast and Furious movie that he was in. They used his brothers. Yeah, his brothers. So here's yep. interesting fact. Interesting fact. <laughs> I, I found this out when I was reading the article on about the guy who who is that acting the body double for uh, Luke. Um, so in the Mandalorian, you know, we get you get Luke Skywalker showing up in that at the end of the season, right? right? Um, so the actor, there was a different actor that played that, uh, that role. So, uh, you don't see his face either. Cause they paste Mark, you know, Luke Skywalker's face over him. Um, but in this season, episode five, um, in the scene where the Mandalorian is test driving his, his, uh, newly modified Nebu fighter. Remember he's mm-hmm. up there in orbit and the two X wings pull up and say, Hey, pull over, you know, give us your registration. Right. Um, one of the pilots, uh, I guess it was probably the younger one. Uh, the younger pilot of the X-Wing was the guy, was the actor that played, uh, Luke in the, in the Mandalorian. So he actually had uh, a chance to nice. come back and get nice. a starring nice. role. And the, the, this guy, Graham Hamilton <laughs> is, he's like, he's mm-hmm. hoping that, you know, that he gets a, a part like that too, uh, in the future. Uh, where he can actually nice. show his face, so pretty cool little story, right? Um, right. But yeah, I mean, the 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 CGI was fantastic. How he was talking was a little weird; like everything was like really right. slow and like it's like yeah. in just like mellow tone, like no emotion to it at all. So I don't know if that's an issue with that, like using like uh, his voice, a modified voice, or something, but. That was right. a little weird, but um, but yeah, that it's basically just a fan service episode with young Luke Skywalker that I thought was pretty cool. Um, right. And I told you guys what has the men of uh, the Mandalorian, what has the Bubba Fett series really lacked at the end of each episode was a cliffhanger. Keep watching. Right. Yeah. A cliffhanger, a question that mm-hmm. you they left you with. And then finally, finally, in episode six, we get a scene like that. A very you know, right. typical scene. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, you would see these type of scenes all the time at the like, early on in seasons, you know, um, at the end of episodes. But like this is, you know, a, a great way to end the uh, to end the uh, uh, episode. Where Luke, you know, seeing the bond that exists between Groku and Mando decides to give Groku a choice, right? The choice of right. you could stay here with me and I will train you to be the great one of the greatest Jedi ever. Right? You'll have right. immense power. You know, you'll be the you'll just be great, amazing, right? Or you can go be go return to Mando and live that 
bounty hunter, wanderer, nomadic life, and maybe never reach, you know, what you could be. And that's how he, so he sets the little lightsaber, like the little Yoda lightsaber down, you know, (laughs) you know, want to stay with me? Here's this cool weapon. Want to go with Mando? Here's this shiny, you know, cute little uh, mithril vest, you know, Beskar vest. Right. Right. Um, So what do you think, man? What do you think? uh, What do you think, Clint? What's the choice going to be? I actually don't know. Um, that's something I was thinking about. I was ready to to decide that while mm. I was watching it, mm-hmm. and then of course I had that eye rolling moment when they weren't going to show me, which was better a better choice by them. Um, with everything that's happened to him in the whole uh, Mandalorian universe, doesn't kind of he need to? I mean, go with him. I, that, that was my thought. Is that he's part of that? Unless this is the branching point where now we get Baby Yoda. Uh, his own TV show. We get this whole thing where now he's going to be with the CGI, uh, CGI, CGI Skywalker or whatever. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think the easy choice is he takes the, uh, the uh, armor and he goes back with Mandalorian and it kind of continues on with that. Do you know Vance? Do you know what I, he's going to do? I do not know, but if I had to, if I had to go I'm going to go with the force because just what you said, if he chooses the force, then that opens up the market for Disney and everybody else. So much bigger story. And you see, and this is crazy. And this is why I wanted to know who was writing all this stuff. If you go back to the Mandalorian, uh, Grogu, the child, he was using force. He used the force to get the ball. He used the force to help the Mandalorian. So he likes the force and I think he wants to he wants to know, you know, like especially when he was having the flashback of the Jedi's and stuff like that, you know, trying to help him and stuff like that, you know, his family, whatever. Um, I think I think he goes with with, with Luke, you know, and um and I mean that whole and and there's in for the people who, who watched it may have missed it, there's two stories being told here. You know, and one story is being told with uh the female uh, Jedi and she's asking Mandalorian, like, why are you here? Are you here for selfish reasons? Are you here? Cause you really care about the child or something that you're missing that you need to fulfill. And then there's a the story of Grogu, like, what are you going to do? You know, this is the, you know, like kind of like the beginning of, you know, his journey as well. And I'm like, that's crazy. You have two stories being told well in season six and you can't even tell a story in four episodes. You know, with the Book of Bubba Fett. You know, so I mean, it's like, I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting. I definitely wish it was longer just so we can, you know, we can get that. And I mean, like the the connection that they have, because I mean, you feel like you figure he held on to that spear. I mean, like, so we don't know what the timeline is, but he held long. He held on to the um to the best guard spear that long and you know like they was like oh you know you shouldn't have this because it could be you know it, it, it can hurt other mandalorians because a lot of mandalorians don't even have that armor but they was plotting on him the whole time which is kind of weird that was episode five people that was, that was episode five but yeah so i don't know i don't know i, I know we kind of backtracking 
but I feel like he's going to go with with Luke. And what do you think? Oh, go oh ahead, I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, and when they show Luke with the black glove like his father Anakin, when he made his transition, that just like ah. I was so excited. Uh, I mean, what do I think? I think he goes back to the uh, Mandalorian. I mean, I don't even. I think he goes back to the Mandalorian. He could Kobayashi Maru it and just like he do could both. do both. He could do both. I think the first choice will go back to the Mandalorian, um, and then later on he'll hook back up with Luke. I mean, if you if you have the, the if he has to kill off Luke Skywalker and have it be like a, a, a he has to avenge his death with this lightsaber that he has that he doesn't know how to use, but he's got Mandalorian's help with this thing. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'd write better than these, these guys. Well, we, men, uh, By the way, John Luke Favreau Skywalker, did write every single episode. Luke Skywalker of, uh, doesn't die because we see him in the re, uh, in the new uh, Star Wars movies as an old dude, right? Projecting his image halfway across the universe. Uh, right. Oh, okay, yeah. But we also so, get the story of that Jedi Academy, partial story of that Jedi Academy that Luke founded in the movies. Remember, because what's his name um, that plays the main uh, villain in the the new Kylo Ren? Kylo Ren, he was part of that academy, right? The Han Solo's son. So we already know that academy fails. Did you did you see a green skin Jedi anywhere? I mean, he there's no right. There's no indication that there was ever another Yoda like Jedi there. So. I mean, they could just say hey, a helmet on, but I mean, right. I think he goes to the Mando. I think much more interesting story. We already got the setup for Mando's next season because right. how does he, how, how does he, um, the armorer tells him how to uh, become a, a Mandalorian again to get his honor back. He has to go to Mandalore and find some. Underwater, yeah, go like there. someone impossible quest because I think that planet is like dead, right? Because destroyed, destroyed. Yeah. like, yeah, I mean, that's the story. Yeah. And Groku will probably be accompanying him, yeah. But to your point, though, Tony, like that, that makes that makes uh complete sense because at the end of six, um, no, at the end of six, yeah, I think it's at the end of six when they're all standing there. You know, Mandalorian, like, you know, I think I have somebody, and I don't think he's going to go get the Marshal. I think he's going to go get Luke to help fight, and guess what? Luke's going to bring Groku, but at the end of that fight, I do think he's going to go with Luke. Like I said, he, he, like, they're going to meet up, and, you know, I think Mandalorian, he's going to have to let him go, you know, do his own thing, because, like I said, that's going to set up the show for the child, you know, and, and Luke, you know, but, um, but I did forget about that story about the academy like that's 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 interesting and it's like you know I, I i think that the mandalorian like he wants to be part of something you know so that's why i think he's holding on to the child because the mandalorian because you figure all the other mandalorians that he's found have been selfish like uh when he found like the group of women that were you know in the mandalorian uh the one wanted she wanted the sword but you know he, he she's like not gonna only get in the battle and then uh that's when um I forget his name but the guy that uh that's in uh Far Cry he kills her you him. know yeah he he kills her with like that so he stuck with the sword and now guess what the guy who's like oh you know my ancestors uh made that sword I want the sword and it's like 
you know, everybody, every Mandalorian that he's come come across besides Bubba Fat has, you know, turned out to be kind of rotten. You know, so he's he's just and then now, like I said, he's like these people try to pretty much take you out while you were down, and then now you're gonna go find this underwater cavern or whatever to try to get back in their good graces for what? Because when you were just there, it was all fine and dandy. But as soon as you beat the guy, the you know, the the girls like have you ever taken off your helmet? No. Right. Mando. Well, I mean, have you taken off he, your helmet? So, like, he, they were looking. He was a he was a foundling, right? He was he was never a a true blooded Mandalorian, right? He was right. He was found in a cellar somewhere, and they had, they took him in, and they gave him that foundling title, just like he gave that t- title to Groku. I guess it's like an orphan right. that you take in to become yeah. part of your society, and you take in like like. You ever notice, like in, in like a lot of things in society, like people that are born to it don't out uh, whatever that be, you know, uh, don't always uphold the principles that an uh, uh, organization establishes principles. People that are right. born into it or, or come into it easily, they don't always uphold those principles because they don't right. really have, like, it doesn't mean anything to them really, right? Mm-hmm. But people that uh, you know, that are adopted into a system and given something or, or had the opportunity to earn something that they would have never had an opportunity to before tend to uphold those principles a lot <laughs> right? to it's the letter, but, you know, a lot more than people born to it. I'm like, I think that's kind of like what you're seeing there. It's like the Mandalorian is, he believes those principles because he knows that he had nothing else you know, and that makes him who he is. Like his, that's his identity. Right. And like truly his identity It's just like, um, and he wants to gain that identity back. Um, so, I mean, I think the ultimate, and this is, this is way outside this, um, episode, but I think just thinking about this is like the Mandalorian ultimate end game for the Mandalorian is to tie in to the last three movies of the Star Wars trilogy uh, 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 not trilogy but the last three movies of the Star Wars series right because he's like acting like a like a device that links all three sets of movies together we're getting the, the Naboo fighter right you know with all these right. references to that 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 uh, prelude movies and then this is during the time frame of the original trilogy. And now this is, or now the Daisy Ridley movies, you know, we're having references to the Jedi Academy and stuff like that. I would not be surprised if somewhere along the road, we, we see, you know, a, a tie into those young Han Solo, Daisy Ridley's character, Palpatine, you know, if they if they keep the Mandalorian series going, but right. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, I mean that's predictions a... for seven. What are what are your other predictions for seven? Clint, can, go ahead. Can, can we real quick talk about who was that red eyed cowboy that? That's went, what I asked Tony. That's what I asked. Shot, Tony. The, shot the marshal. Yeah, the bounty hunter. Right, because yeah, yeah, what was that whole thing? So they're they're trying to like 
make let the spice flow right that's the, that's this whole thing like um and he even said like to the marshal that what was in the container was worth more than the town and then he just poured it out right because it's just it's spice which is this it's drugs right it's what spice yeah is. right um and this guy comes and he's muscle and shoots the marshal doesn't kill him and the deputy boy well, kills the deputy Killed the deputy hard. Like they made it, they made it obvious to us that the marshal wasn't like sentenced to death by this guy, right? Like he just, he's like, nah, stay out of it. And then he murders the guy who was going a little crazy. Um, but we also didn't even see like, could the marshal have won that if he wasn't so worried about his guy and looking away and all that? You know, like I think so. I think that's what we're. <laughs> I think it's supposed think so. to be a question to us, right? You know, so. It's interesting. I don't know who that guy is. I don't know what, what like what's about that. Like, is that uh, like he went to go ask for help from the marshal and they were like, no, nah, Freetown doesn't want to help or no. whatever. You know, I think he's maybe that's just what brings him in. Right. It's, like, that's why. Oh, now we're going to come and help because we're getting shook down. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, he's, he's a character from one of those other uh, Star Wars series. What was the animated one? Uh, that ran for a long time, like eight or nine seasons. Uh, Clone Wars. Oh, he's from that. Yeah, I think, and uh, I think he at one point had actually worked with Bubba Fett, or was like Bubba Fett was his mentor, like actually taught him how to be a bounty hunter and stuff. Like, so presumably that's in the past. That's in the past. Um, so he might not realize that the marshal or whatever potentially has like an alliance with Boba Fett. I don't know. So predictions on episode seven are probably nothing with this bounty hunter, red eyed bounty hunter guy. I I think that might be that he was, his impact was supposed to be that we knew who he was or something. And then he he was just like a a device to get them into the war. Um, We're going to find out what uh, baby Yoda decides. Right. And then we're going to see the, climax you know the the climactic ending of this war i don't know like it seems like they're trying to put a whole bunch of stuff into this last one like are they even gonna wrap the story i kind of think that they probably won't you know like with loki they kind of put a bow on it but then left it way open you know like loki i'm thinking oh the next seasons might be interesting but not really any of the other ones i don't think about next seasons on any of the other movies or, or tv shows rather but with this, like, it might just be that they wrap up part of it and then they leave all these open threads that they've started to be closed in later seasons. Um, I did look, and Robert Rodriguez did not direct... He, he directed, like, three of them so far, but he did not direct five or six. But he is directing seven. So the only two good ones so far did not have him as the director. John Favreau has been the writer of every one of them and he was the co-writer with uh the person who directed episode six um so we'll see i'm pretty underwhelmed with his writing so far and just this entire series and what what they're trying to do like i don't feel like was laid out well and uh we'll see we'll see i'm I'm cautiously optimistic but i'm my hopes are not very high for this final one what's your prediction vance Um, my prediction is, is that, uh, with the bombing, you know, with, uh, the marshal being shot, um, 
it's going to be a it's gonna be an all out war. Um, Cade Bang, that's the red eye guy's name, and uh, he pops up in the Clone Wars, but he specializes in his bounty hunter. He um, once Bubba Fett's dad dies, he is considered to be the best bounty hunter in the galaxy. Cade Bang, and he specializes in fighting Jedi. So that's interesting because, yeah, we're gonna see Luke. We're going to see Luke. I mean, maybe uh, that's something that we should have, right. you know, that, as and, and, super fans, we should have been aware of that. Yeah, right? so since he specializes in Jedi, we have a Jedi in the last episode. It's going to be all out war. Um, I definitely think uh, it's going to go down. I mean, um, like I said, I don't even care what Bubba Fett does. I'm just ready to see the fight. You know, it's 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 going to go down because the thing is, who is the main villain? The mayor? No. Whoever's yeah. running this. No, we don't even know. We dude. don't even know it's who the just main a villain disjointed, is. Yeah, it's right. like they haven't even revealed it yet. Yeah, see, saying? so. Yeah. Yeah, I, so who. I, I think who, yeah. my prediction. Okay, so we're going to have a big battle. The the the, the marshal is going to show up with the townspeople. That's going to give the added muscle that they're going to need. Right? Maybe some sand people show up, right? They're going to assault whatever fortress, citadel, or ship that needs to be assaulted. Uh, we're going to see Mando and Bubba Fett fighting side by side, back to back, right? Don't forget my boy BK. Yeah, yep. All of them, they're all going to be fighting side by side, right? And um, Luke's going to show up, you know, he's going to have Groku with him, and he's going to run into Cad Bane, and somehow Cad Bane's going to, you know, evade getting killed by Luke, but as he escapes... As the rest of the syndicate goes down, he's gonna grab up Groku and Jet. Hey, you just literally read my mind. I feel like yes, he's going to catch somebody's gonna snatch up Groku, and that's gonna be, you know, the Mandalorian season three. Now, big battle. Hey, the season is a wash. What character dies? Boba Fett. Hopefully, Boba Fett. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> well, I know what character's not going to die. Uh, plot armor, Mandalorian. Mandalorian's not going to die. All right. <laughs> and Luke Skywalker, apparently. Yeah. We know Luke's not going to die. Um, it could be. It could be Shinnick. I was going to say it might be Shinnick. Could be. Because I don't think BK is going to die either. You know. Yeah, um, he, he's too cool, no. right? Yeah. Like. He's got too much potential there. He and might actually turn on them, truthfully. He could turn on them. Yeah. He's good. Wait, isn't he the bad guy? Somebody decided in one of the other ones? Like, yeah, but he. I don't know, whatever. Well, he's uh, just for hire. So. I mean, he doesn't the like. He doesn't fight him. by principle. Like, it seems to me like yeah. if you just paid him more, he would just turn. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, cause those little kids, they're going to be a non factor. Those mods, they're going to be a non factor. But yeah, Shinnick above a fat, uh, they're gonna have to go. I think is Boba Fett in any of the later, after whatever? Not that I know of. Movies? Yeah, that we know of. All right, good. Get rid of this character. Yep. So bad. <sighs> yeah, we don't even need to make Mandalorian. <laughs> All right, folks, that's a that concludes our hour long discussion on episodes five and six. Five and six um, of the book of Bubba Fett. It's finally those two episodes finally got interesting. Anyway, as far as the series mm-hmm. is concerned, 
Um, and we're looking forward to the conclusion. And it's episode seven. Um, right. But uh, thanks for joining us and uh, listen, uh, listening to what we had to say. Be sure to send us an no, email to is- Tony at goodtogameradio.com or right. on our Instagram at Good to Game Radio or Facebook, Good to Game Radio. I'm going to yeah. get you to put those lost We want to hear your predictions. There, yeah. yeah. Let yeah. us know what yeah. your prediction is. Anyway, thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you guys later. Good to Game Radio. <laughs> later, dudes. Later. <laughs>